What up, homie? Season 2, episode 25. I'm going to get straight into this email. It's a longer one today, and it's a very unique question, something that I've gone through multiple times. Hey, Jackson, I don't know if this question is podcast-worthy. First of all, all of them are. I love it. That was me saying that. Uh, But he said, I have a dilemma, though, I thought maybe you could provide some insight on. I have a channel that's about five years old, and I usually get three to five sides a year off of it. That's pretty badass. I love it. Uh, I have taken and recently finished the YouTube mastery course, which rocks by the way. Thanks homie. I appreciate that. Uh, and I can't wait to see the new courses that y'all are working on. They're done. And I'm sure old channel junkie university is live by the time you guys are listening to this, if not very soon. And it's badass. Um, let's see. And I, now I have updated how I am doing the videos, and I am beginning to see a difference in my analytics, which I know will translate into more business as soon as it's up and running fully. I am going into week five of the 2010 ATS. So here's the issue I'm having. I have two videos that were great performers for me and drove most of the business I have gotten off of YouTube and are still getting a ton of traffic. The issue is that they are now two years old, so the data contained in the videos are irrelevant now, and they are focusing on a smaller part of town that I don't mind focusing on, but I feel like it should be more focused on the larger metro area. I also think these videos might actually be detracting from the new content as they are using different keywords. So here's the question. Should I take down these videos or maybe just temporarily take them down to see if it makes an impact on the new stuff? Sorry for the long question, but you could shed some light on this. That would be amazing. Thank you again for what you're doing. I truly appreciate it. Okay, we got to unpack this one. There's a few different things in there that that struck me uh, that I'm going to be talking about today because I have done this. And (laughs) it might be one of the hardest things to do in YouTube, which is to like shut videos down, right? That you know are working, that are bringing you in subs. The name of this game is subs, right? And and it's even worse when you're on the other end of it, teaching real estate agents, right? Whether it's Instagram, YouTube, it all comes down to followers. Like that's just it at the end of the day. But with our living in channels, our main focus is closing deals, right? Three to five a year, that is nothing to shake it. That's badass. I love it, right? And for five years, you know, you're, you're talking 15 to 25 deals that turn into referrals, that turn into listings. That's 25 deals, you know, that, that can turn into more or will turn into more, right? And you have to master those systems to, uh, you know, stay in touch with previous clients. But um, when you have videos right that are that are massive drivers without seeing them it is really difficult for me to say yeah go ahead and unlist them but what i'm going to do is give you some checkpoints some things you need to look at that's going to help you to make your decision and this will go for everybody right for example my channel junkies youtube channel uh and many of you know this if you've been following along with it i've been doing maybe a video every few weeks. I've just taken a, a break from it. One was kind of mental fatigue, but two, even though the name of the game is subscribers, 
I just didn't like the traffic that was coming in to my channel and it was negatively affecting my other content, which is exactly the question that you asked me. And it was really rocking me because I was looking at this video, how to, and the, I shot this video because I had needed to figure it out. When I first started doing these YouTube channels, I was creating a different Gmail every time. So I had to like log into these different accounts every time I wanted to switch. And then I found out that you can actually create multiple YouTube channels with one account, right? So I had no idea. Now I have all of my YouTube channels except for like two of them that are under the same email. And I can just go in there in about five seconds and create as many videos as I want, or YouTube channels. So I made a video on that. And for 90 or 182 days, it just, kind of did nothing and it's probably because it went to real estate agents and they didn't really care or weren't doing it much but somehow some way in the algorithm universe it started getting searched and it was in English uh, and, and it started getting watched and next thing you know recommended and that video shot straight to the moon I don't know how many it has I want to say it's 300 to 500 thousand views like something crazy right and it brought me a, over a quarter of my subscribers. At the time, was I think about, let's just say 10,000, but I think it was 11 to 12,000 subscribers I had on that channel. So at 10,000, I had, I, I think the number was like 2,600 subscribers. So my channel picked up 2,600 subscribers. Now there's two parts to this. One was getting those extra subscribers. It does help. A channel that has, you know, like mine per se, right? Let's say you were gonna start a channel about how to teach agents how to shoot video or, or how to grow a YouTube channel for real estate. Like it's so competitive and so hard and there's so little views already. It takes forever. I just realized the other day I've been shooting like like hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos for Channel Junkies for five years now. Like you talk about just putting in the work, right? So if I have 10,000 subscribers, I can release a video and rank it pretty quick compared to you brand new. So yes, having those subscribers is good. It's good to have. But I'm just kind of like a realist and I, I want to be the best creator possible. And I don't always want it to lean on subscribers. And so when I started looking at it, what was happening was my videos that I wanted that were really, really, really good. Teaching like this podcast, like I'm giving you exactly how this works or something new I learned. I would get 150 views or 220 views or whatever. And then it would flatline and die. And it had great numbers, great... And I was just like, what in the hell? Like, it was making me so mad. Well, I realized every single day that video was bringing in anywhere from 600 to like 1,200 views a day and dozens of subscribers, right? Hundreds a month. And when I really... So what you need to do is look at that, that those videos, see how many subscribers you're pulling in, check out traffic sources like who are these people look at the countries look at the whatever and if it is not aligning with the people moving to your market if it has nothing to do with people moving to your market unfortunately that is probably something that needs to be removed because what's happening is those videos are going out to a certain audience the algorithm figured it out and it's like predetermined now that your channel is all about that and so when you do launch these other videos which are great they're more in depth of your city these map tours vlogs 
it goes to an audience and they're like, I don't give a shit about this. Like all, you know, they've subscribed. They're going to unsubscribe off your content. They're not going to watch it. And it just can kind of hurt you. Right. If these are videos that just the data is a little bit old, then what you have to do is shoot that exact same video title. And I know it's a little bit of a smaller area, but they're, they're working good. And maybe that's an area that when people are moving to your city suburb, that's top on their list, right? Then I would reshoot that video brand new, reference it. Hey, I shot this video two years ago. You guys are loving it. I'm going to do an updated video. And here's an example of that. I'm looking for new cars for my wife right now. And I'm going to these YouTube videos. Isn't it fucking crazy? Like we want to do all this short form content, all these Facebook ads and all this bullshit. But when you want to make a purchase decision, you go search it. Like I'm literally having a realization right now. Like why does the real estate industry have it so messed up? Why are we doing all the short form content and Instagram reels where all we do is make fun of our clients instead of like just teaching things that people search, right? So I'm watching these YouTube videos and some of them are two to three years old. And guess what happens? I open up my YouTube the other day and an updated video comes from that same creator comparing these two cars and says, hey, I saw that I did this video a while ago and I got absolutely destroyed in the comments. And the reason was I looked at the he's I looked at the <clears throat> analytics and I realized that 95% of the people watching this video were men. Well, 92% of people who buy this vehicle are female. So of course I got beat up. So what I'm gonna do is talk about the other end. And I was like, dude, that is just gangster. And it's like a used car salesman, kind of a crappy. He doesn't even have like a channel channel. He just did some great videos. They're hundreds of thousands of views. Yes, I get off the deep end, guys. I get into my site. This is how my brain works. I'm like always trying to get better. So we have to realize that people are watching content. It's two years old. They still get value out of it. But we got to update. We got to see what's going on, right? I would go into that video, right? And I would shoot an updated one that's the exact same title, same kind of everything and just make it new reference the old one and what you can do is in that old one for a month take the new video and pin it as the first comment and go hey here's the updated video for this here's the 2023 video for this right drive some people to it and then you can turn that video off if you need to or want to which I probably would you know you know we get a lot of this in some of our channels where I shot videos two three years ago and they're still running and, and Heather called me from Portland she goes man we need to do an updated video on this you know, you talked about people able to buy $350,000 houses in here. Like now they can only get a dog house for three fifty. dollars So they're calling us thinking they can get that. And I'm like, yeah, shoot us an updated vid. Let's go. So again, you got to really dive into the weeds. And in fact, you just said you can't wait for our next or our other courses. We have Channel Junkie University coming out and I have uh, YouTube Analytic Mastery. It's like a six six video course of all different analytics, every single checkpoint, everything I do on a daily basis, a weekly basis, monthly basis. Uh, you know, and that's one thing too, that you need to understand. You've had a channel for five years, the videos in the cities and the, and the keywords that you used five years ago, they may be different. My Houston channel, it, it flip flops almost every seven days, 28 days. There's new searches, you know, and what happens is, you know, a new niche.com report comes out or a new CNN report or a new just blog comes out 
and it, and it gets hit to everybody and they're like, oh my God, I didn't even know about that area. I need to search it. And all of a sudden, like that video can just erupt, right? And, and my whole search traffic. And that's how, you know, I got another follow-up question to this that I'll do in the next podcast where somebody says, hey, I used to have the most dominant channel. These videos were just cranking. I did 10 million in sales my first year, but now it seems like every day there's a new YouTube channel popping up in my city and my shit's starting to, to fall. Well, you gotta understand your analytics. It's it's more and more and more agents are doing this and you have to become a better creator. We can't just get stagnant with our, our videos. So, you know, to really answer your question, if you've got two videos that are really killing it, if they're bringing in a lot of business and you're closing deals, just roll with them. You got to look at your analytics and your data and see if it's worth it. And you also got to realize that if it's not the exact area, like if you do want to go more metro, then you got to start putting in 80% of your your, your content towards the bigger metro area. Uh, and that will help you to grow from three to five sides a year. It's just because people and I looked up in your email like I haven't heard of even that city let's see where was it I don't think I'd even heard of the city that you're in I'm trying to look it up right now oh yeah I've never heard of that I'm not gonna say it I don't want everybody going looking at your stuff like they do mine all the time but I've never heard of your city I obviously have heard of your state so right now I do not even know remotely what side of the state you're on if you're north, south, east, or west, right? So that means that there's a driver, major city around you, and from there, that's that's been my key form, formula is really, okay, I'm going to leverage titles like Houston, right? Like top seven best areas to live outside of Houston. Best areas to live outside of Houston. Houston, Texas's newest, hottest community, right? By leveraging that Houston, Texas hottest community, it's going to fall onto many, many, many more eyes of people who are moving, relocating to Houston. But they didn't know about this community. They don't know about that master plan community. So it's my job to kind of get it to that audience by leveraging those bigger keywords. But then I can sprinkle in, right? Like I just did Ellison, which is a top master plan community over here. Sorry, I got a call. And so I use that top, you know, or you have to see this new Houston community, you know, something like that, right? Again, that's going to help you guys to branch out and, and, and own the bigger keywords as well as get your smaller markets in there so that you're kind of double dipping and you can rank for both of them. So um, this was kind of a fun one today. I love getting a little bit more deeper in the weeds and you can hear me. I'm, I'm, I'm my, my wheels are spinning. Cause I'm like, this is exactly what I do. And I try and get, you know, I'm, I'm like really thinking out loud about this and trying to figure out exactly what works for you guys and what works for my channels. Every channel's different. They just are. But I do know, you know, as of lately, like my number one goal, especially with, with Houston right now is just making better videos and you know that's as simple as it sounds but it's also like okay i'm just gonna put way more effort into this one video than than doing two or three a week now i like to start with two or three a week to really get my channel established and going and and get all the data and then from there i collect the data and then i can go harder on the top searched keywords 
so that I can, you know, grow this thing the quickest as possible. So really the, the moral of the story is, you know, dig into those analytics and really start figuring out what's driving the majority of the traffic. And if those are your two main videos, that's probably going to be some of your top search terms, but maybe you could throw in, check out something, something, you know, your main Metro Houston, Texas top suburb to live. Sugarland, Texas. Right now, I'm, I'm leveraging both, and I think that might help you to expand um, your client and, and uh, the the amount of views and the reach you'll get. Right. So, really dig into your analytics. Figure out what's driving. If it's bringing in a bunch of random traffic from different countries and and has nothing to do with your city suburb, then it's probably hurting you more than that. And and it, it sucks. But once you sh- you private that video. Um, and then shoot new videos right away. Private those and shoot new videos on the main metro and sub. They, they'll kind of get their ass kicked for a little bit. But after 28 days or 60 days, you'll start seeing kind of that increase um, of different search terms. And that's how you can kind of reverse pivot and, uh, and regrow that channel. So if you haven't yet, go check us out on Instagram at Channel Junkies um, and our Facebook group, Channel Junkies YouTube for Real Estate. We got Channel Junkie University coming this week as I'm speaking about it. Um, and as you guys are listening, it's probably already out. If not, it's coming real soon. It's going to be over 18 courses, over 100 videos, hundreds of hours of, of content from Instagram Reels, from Ryan to ChatGPT to Mindset to Analytics, uh, smartphone video, GoPro video, uh, just real estate video mastery tons and tons and tons of value there's never anything like it you'll have lifetime access to it so make sure that you stay in touch with that for all your real estate marketing needs and until the next walk and talk homies we'll catch you later